The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. In less than a single lifetime, North America has lost more than one in four of its birds, you guys. This is according to a report in the world's leading scientific journal. The journal Science says 2.9 billion breeding adult birds have been lost, have, have disappeared since 1970, including birds in every ecosystem. Take a listen. Some of the hardest hit are familiar birds. Orioles, meadowlarks, swallows, warblers. What's driving this decline? Birds are losing the habitats they need. Places to live, find food, rest, and raise their young. They face many other threats as well, from free-roaming cats and collisions with glass to toxic pesticides and insect declines. Climate change will compound all of these problems and accelerate the loss of habitats birds need. And so the new study focuses on the drop in sheer numbers of birds, not extinctions. To find out what's going on and what can be done, we're joined by Jamie DuPont-Morzoff, Alberta's Director of Conservation with the Nature Conservancy of Canada. Jamie, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, 2.9 billion birds. That's a staggering number. Did the Conservancy of Canada, you know, ever have an idea that it could be that many birds? It really is a staggering number, and, and that's that's our main goal at the Nature Conservancy of Canada is trying to prevent habitat loss and populations from, from going down like that. But I don't know that anyone was quite expecting the number to be so big in the past 30 years. So when you when you hear that number, um, again, I've used the word uh, staggering. I, I have become a bird lover over the past uh, few years. Um, I'm not uh, a part of the Nature Conservancy of, of Canada, but I, I love birds. I have feeders up. I have bird houses up around my property. I love watching them. I've loved learning about them. Um, you know, w- when, you, when you first heard it, heard about that number and about what's happening, what went through your mind? Well, it was... Like you said, it, the number was, was staggering, and it was almost a, a shock of, of that's incredible, the, the amount of loss that we've had. One thing that really struck me is, is as your um, little preview talked about, it's not just the birds that are living in um, more rare habitats or more specialized, but also includes a lot of very common birds, such mm-hmm. as sparrows, warblers, back blackbirds, the birds we see every day. And you think there's lots of them, we'll never have to worry about losing those birds, but they actually made up almost 90% of of the bird species that were lost. Yeah, I was reading uh, part of the report today, and um, yeah, as you just said, 90% of the missing birds came from just 12 families, and often the ones that many of us enjoy in our yards, the uh, Mm -hmm. sparrows, the warblers, the blackbirds, the finches, the larks, starlings, and swallows. Um, Why should people care about this, Jamie? So birds, uh, they perform a really important function in our ecosystem. They do everything from helping to manage pests, whether that's insect pests in crop fields, um, you know, birds of prey are helping to manage more rodent pests in, in hay fields and other agricultural areas. 
They also uh, disperse seeds, help to spread um, native seeds around. They pollinate plants in some cases. They clean up, um, you know, roadkill and, and other dead and decaying uh, animals. They they kind of fill a, a really important role just to keep our our ecosystem in balance. And they start going down. I think it's a very good indicator of of the overall health of our, our environmental system. I was just going to ask you, what does it say about what does it say about North America and and uh, and 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 the environment that uh, we're living in right now, um, and and what's happening with that. Yeah, birds are excellent indicators of, of environmental health and ecosystem integrity overall. I mean, they don't say the phrase, you know, canary in a coal mine for, for no reason. They <laughs> they really are great indicators of, of how things are doing overall. So I think it's, I mean, it's it's another, you know, we just had the um, the Canada State of Birds report that came out a few months ago, which, which was showing similar trends. Um, so to see this happening, you know, in North America scale, you know, I think people really need to to take notice and start thinking about it. So when we take a look at uh, what is happening and some of the reasons um, that uh, scientists have have determined what's causing this this drop again, three billion, two point nine billion breeding adult birds being lost since nineteen seventy. We talk about habitat loss, um, and and when I was reading about it, I was thinking. Oh, you know, I, I I didn't quite understand it. And then one of the suggestions was is, um, you know, you can maybe have less lawn and more native plants and that sort of stuff in your yard. When you talk about habitat loss, what exactly are we talking about? So we're kind of talking about habitat loss at at a couple different scales. So as you mentioned, people in their in their own yards and their homes, whether they live in the city or or wherever they live. Um, that is one way that you can have a, an impact to increase habitat. You know, we've talked a lot in the past few years, too, about pollinators and having pollinator-friendly gardens and yards, and birds will definitely benefit from the same sort of um, kind of rewilding of your yards, planting native plants, species, um, trees, shrubs, and maybe getting rid of a bit of the, the lawn, a little bit less to mow, too, so that's <laughs> always a bonus. Um, and then we're also looking at, um, you know, larger-scale things like um, helping to protect um, forests and grasslands and and working with organizations like the Nature Conservancy of Canada and a lot of our conservation partners across North America that are doing similar work. So one of the other things on the list, and it's one of the things that drives me bonkers, uh, is free-roaming cats. Cats mm-hmm. have killed a lot of birds over the years. They have, and, and as you mentioned, cats are, I believe, you know, next to habitat loss, one of the largest um, human-caused reasons for the loss of birds. I mean, I I have pets and I love cats too, but um, keeping cats inside or, or kind of supervised outdoor cats, you know, would really make a, a big impact to the birds. You know, if, if you have a bird feeder, you're attracting birds to your yards and your neighbor's cat is, is wandering around, it's, it's not going to end well for the birds. Yeah, I, domestic cats kill an estimated 2.4 billion birds every year, according to, mm-hmm. uh, to, to this. That's something else. Pesticides, um, maybe not surprising uh, there, um, you know, as, as people are using pesticides and, and birds are ingesting seeds, whatever, you know, whatever, you know, in that, in that, in that cycle. Um, and so I'm guessing that the urge there is asking people to limit the use of, the, of pesticides. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, it, it impacts the birds directly through them ingesting um, contaminated seeds. It also impacts them because, obviously, pesticides are eliminating um, insect species, and a lot of birds do eat insects, so you're getting rid of their food source if you're kind of indiscriminately killing all the bugs that are around and and maybe 
not um, trying to do a bit more natural method of um, of controlling those sorts of things. I know over the years, uh, Jamie, that there's been a lot of work, in it, especially in some of the big cities, about limiting the number of bird strikes into glass, into windows, and there was a real push on uh, that for, for quite uh, some time to get uh, the big cities and the buildings to, you know, go to go dim in the evening. Where are we on that front? Because glass is still um, a contributor. Yeah, definitely glasses is, is a big contributor. I think the estimates up to a billion birds each year die in the U.S. and Canada after hitting windows. Mm. Um, this includes, you know, in people's houses, if you have, unfortunately, if you keep your windows very nice and clean, then it reflects the sky really well, and it, <laughs> it can definitely challenge birds. And as you mentioned, those, um, especially at nighttime during migratory periods, the, you know, tall office towers and that sort of thing, the, the lights in the windows can confuse birds who are looking at the stars um, to kind of help guide where they're going. Um, so I, I mean, I I hear about it a lot. I'm not sure where what if there's only been um, any sort of demonstrated action towards it. But I do think a lot more people are aware of it, and and you know, I really encourage people to talk to their their buildings or. Um, you know, in their own homes to try to make the windows more friendly. You know what, Jamie, I'm getting a lot of questions about uh, wind turbines, wind mills, and, and about uh, the potential danger to birds from those. What can you tell us about about that? So there definitely um, can be challenges with, with wind turbines and wind mills. I'm definitely not an expert on, on that field, but um, some things like making sure that um, wind farms and turbines aren't right in migratory pathways, mm-hmm. Um, I know there's different mitigation measures that um, companies can can do to improve, and there's lots of studies going on to help improve that. Um, but it's definitely something to consider that you know as we move towards more green green energy in some some cases that there are definitely some um, some impacts to things like migratory birds and bats as well. Jamie, you got a question uh, here or a statement from a listener, and it says, I love birds as much as anyone and agree we need to do more. However, the number, although seems alarming in the grand scope of the total population of birds in the world, is between 200 billion to upwards of 400 billion. So 20 billion over 50 years is a very small portion. Um, and it goes on to say there's upward of 20,000 species in the world, uh, goes on to say, and over 10 million birds breed every year in the U.S. alone. So this person is saying, hey, you know what, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal because of the number of birds that we have in the world in North America. What do you say to that? I mean, I think the numbers are definitely huge. And But when you look at it overall, I mean, that's a reduction of almost 30%. And if you think of something like, say, the passenger pigeon, which used to be one of the most common birds you saw across North America, it's been extinct for almost, you know, 100 years. Mm. So I think saying, well, there's lots of them, we don't have to worry. These these sorts of declines are, are definitely of concern, and, and we need to be watching them. Even though the numbers are high, you lose a third or 30% every 30 years in, in you know, 100 years here, don't have very many birds left. Yeah, so if we need to, you know, we've touched on a few of those things, you know, some of the some of the challenges facing the bird, uh, the bird habitat, um, or the bird species, um, you know, when you look at habitat loss, cats, pesticides, so we talk about habitat, we talk about planting, you know, um, you know, some, some specific trees and flowers, that sort of stuff. We talk about cats keeping them inside, maybe the limit the use of pesticides, um, and, you know, being aware of glass and that sort of thing. Is there any Anything else that you would suggest um, that people could do to help things? Yeah, one one of the great things that people can do is is to get involved to volunteer. You know, part of this study um, looked at kind of multiple standardized bird monitoring data sets that a lot of them came from citizen scientists. So things like the Christmas bird counts, 
Spring Bird Counts Breeding Bird Surveys. Um, if you have an interest in birds and you want to get out, you can you know, look at, at what's happening in your, um, your community around those sorts of data sets to help provide that information. You know, working with groups like the Nature Conservancy of Canada, we often do volunteer events and bio blitzes to help, um, you know, do that on our, our conservation properties that we own. And just getting involved in general with, with conservation, helping to conserve um, conserve those habitats and, and raise the awareness. And Jamie, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Thank you for this. Thank you so much. Have uh, a great day. Yeah.